Hello there, Paul. Hello. You're coming through very hummy. I know. I don't suppose there's nothing you can do about it. This is very good. I'm lying in bed now doing these, these cross bands. It's more economical than, uh, than otherwise, I suppose. He seems to be having <laughs> quite some amount of problems there with this motorboating sound on his missions. Oh, what a nuisance factor. Now that the motorboating sort of ceases, it, but we've got um, hum now. What gets me about RF? One day it feeds back, next day it doesn't. It was perfect earlier on, and now it's feeding back. I just don't make of it. I'm sick of this system. It just doesn't work. Why don't you feed your system into a, a lower gain stage of your car phone? Like, um, you know, onto the uh, modulator. Direct or something like that. Yeah, I suppose I could. You sound tired. Hmm? You sound tired. Do I? Oh, goodbye, John, too. So mm, you've got to get rid of that hum. Just a moment. But if you're on an FM, how do you get feedback? You must have enough stuff to the AM. Sounds like my transmitter's wrecking too. Probably one of those capacitors is kind of spew, I guess. Who knows? Feedback and crackle. What a nuisance thing to have to listen to. What an annoyance. All we're putting out in the air is just feedback and crackles of no particular use. <laughs> well, can't you get rid of that feedback? Okay. He's got a problem there. Well, look, every time I do something, it just doesn't work. Well... I've had it up to here with this whole thing. So the thing is that you're feeding that mic in... Nothing at a comp There, it stopped. Ever... Look, I'll tell you what your problem is. Dis disable that compressor. I don't think that's half the problem, you know. It is, because... When you speak, the gain goes right down, you don't get it. Really? So you you don't just don't realise how much gain you've got there when you stop... When you stop giving the uh, things. And when you, when you stop... Uh, stop what? <laughs> when you speak, it doesn't do it. Uh, can't you do something... Isn't there, isn't there a compression control on that thing? I've hardly got the audio control in the thing turned up at all, actually. <laughs> Look, and what, it still comes through. Why not put the output of your preamps or whatever mm -hmm. onto the one of the sliders of the pot, the deviation pot? It's a very devious Because, look, thing. listen to yourself on 160. I'm listening. That's, I, that's when you, talk, when you stop talking, you hear all this, all this echo come up. Yes. Now, obviously, the gain is incredible when you do that. Yes. Now, you've just got to do something to get rid of that gain. Don't ring up the service difficulties and faults, they can't help you. Yes, they can. Can they? That's interesting. We get more feedback when there's more less gain. That's ridiculous. Look, what it is, Paul, I don't Just know what it is. Look. Hand. 
This is ridiculous. What? Everything is wrecking. I'll just ring up the service difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, I'll just tell you a few things, right? Look, I'll tell you what, often when you speak to me with this system, yes. you have got nowhere near the compression you've got now. Now, why have you got extra compression tonight? I mean, have you got no idea. Turn down the gain on the tape recorder or whatever yeah, you're feeding. If I get more feedback, listen. When we get hum. Yeah, we get hum. Right. Now, that's OK. compression. What? Everything turned up. Have, what have, you got? have you got it shielded between the tape recorder and the input of that car phone? Just use the hand. Just always use a microphone from the car phone, I guess. Oh yes, it's made absolutely no difference. You've just got incredible compression. That, that's that's the main problem, I'd say. Um. Ah, it's gone. Well, what do you know? Well, what did you do to do it? You have got incredible compression. Look, why is it? I just did nothing and it just stopped. <laughs> Everything's shielded. Everything gets earthed to each other. When you earth things to each other, it doesn't make any difference. It often makes more feedback. That's right. So, uh, I think RF is a pain. Remote studio is all you can have. It would appear that way. I was going to build a remote studio during the uh, holidays. But it needs to be about half a mile remote at the least. I can view my meters from this new studio. I haven't written a letter yet. Maybe I should. A letter? There wouldn't be feedback problems on the crossbands. A letter? And then you probably get RF into the lines. What's this about? You know the thing I suggested to you a while ago? No. About a line. Oh, getting a line. Mm. This means that you would probably get RF feedback into your line, I guess. I wish this didn't have so much gain. <laughs> yeah, we can hear all of your dials. Look, to give you some indication of how much compression, those dial things are coming through fully. Were you the idiot giving the branch tings before, uh, earlier on oh, this afternoon when his fish, fish no, spewed? No, it wasn't actually. I thought that was quite... <laughs> Tony was obviously slightly amused. I must admit I was amused. And somebody's made a recording of that because it kept coming on. Look, I heard that. I thought it must have been you or Lindsay. I don't know who it was. It must have been Lindsay, I think. Yeah, he was probably doing it. Because no, I heard he a... didn't give tings because he can't do it because his fish are always around and all this sort of thing. Well, I heard he somebody play back a recording of me and talking to you earlier this morning. Yeah, and, and they played back the bits where I was getting tings. Now, was that Lindsay? He's the only person I know who's got that channel and can play things back. Oh, we went when 60. Big yours? Anyone can play. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yes. I might not have been. Well, it means it must be somebody with some I mean, fortunate sense just, of humour. He could have just been recording. It didn't necessarily mean he was giving the tings. No, but do you think he was the one who played it back? Because I think he... Oh, he, I think so, yes. He's got a lot of recordings of things. 
I think no, he's got he more recordings than you think, actually. No, he hasn't really. Hasn't he? It's just that he's got a nice new reel of tape and you probably decided he wanted to use it. Oh, I see. I mean, I've got a nice new reel of tape here and this is what it says. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't say very much at all. Oh, yeah. The era of national stereo FM broadcasting. Oh. Well, isn't that amazing? Well, you're on FM, but it's not stereo. It's not high fidelity either. <laughs> Hmm. Nothing here is fidelity. Who cares? But how many here at the moment is a tape recorder, as a matter of fact? The motor, what if it revving? Mm. Talking about quarters, I better have a look at my log quarters. Oh, don't mean to say you've been bothered recording this load of Well, it can always be. It can always be rem removed. Yes, I think it would want to be. I was reading a book actually before when you and John were talking. Mm. I'm a bit too tired to read a book at the moment. Yes, um, it appears to be to be working, which is very good indeed. Well, what shan't we talk about, if nothing? Well, there seems to be usual repertoire of trains and trams. <laughs> now, we haven't spoken about buses, I don't think. Well, I very rarely go on a bus. Well, so do I. Because... I should take a bus home from school. There's a bus that goes along with our road. Ah, yes. But I never take it because I went on there once. And you, you get squashed in the door. <laughs> and this... Look, it says on the back, licensed to carry 42 passengers. Yeah. Well, I think there's more like about 420 passengers inside. Ooh. You get squashed in there. Yeah. You get stuck right up the back and it goes all the way to Glen Waverley. Oh, to Glen Waverley. But anyway, if you're lucky enough to get near the front, it's most unfortunate because if you're new in the bus, oh. well, they take advantage of you. <laughs> get Your bag gets thrown out the window whenever it stops. <laughs> it, look, it didn't, it didn't happen to me. No. But somebody else that I was travelling with, um, <laughs> it was threatened to me. Oh. Luckily, the threat didn't come off. They, they felt that they wouldn't do it to me, thank mm. goodness. To this other person, and their bag got thrown out, and it landed on the point of a thing next to it. <laughs> so that was the most amusing. Everyone in the bus was killing themselves laughing, except the person who belonged to the bag. That's right. But constantly at assemblies, you hear, "Would the people who travel on the Glen Waverley bus stay behind at the end of assembly, please?" Ooh. And there's big spews on because usually there's people who slashed the seats or something. <laughs> throwing meat pies up and down the bus and squashed it all over the floor. <laughs> Look, I remember at Caulfield High, the people who used to go on the bus, the Glen Waverley area, used to always have a lot of fun, apparently. Mm. Yes, you see all the Caulfield High people get on in the morning, but they're going in the opposite direction. Oh, yeah. So... Actually, at night they wouldn't be. They'd be going in the same direction. Yeah. Hmm... Or maybe it's in that throws pies up and down the bus. Could be. Actually, I remember when they used to have school caps, they abolished them. For your school? Uh, form one, yeah. Yeah. They were a, a good thing to throw up and down the bus. Yeah. You'd see caps flying everywhere. But now we go on the rattly, red, rattly green train. 
they good? We go on the Rettley Green Train. Oh, yes, the Green Train. Well, these buses, I must admit, I do enjoy a bus trip because if you're up the back, you think the bus is always going to cl cl crash. <laughs> well, why do you think that? Well, you know, it moves around so interestingly. Mm -hmm. I always try and sit up the front so you can look over those pipes over, over past the driver with oh, the big through, window. Through the prison bars. Yeah. <laughs> and what I like is, you know, when they're at the curb, they're just running, they're idling. Mm -hmm. The rear vision mirror's shaking so madly, you can't <laughs> see anything out of it. <laughs> they go, broom, broom, broom. And you stand it so the bus goes. <laughs> I like the bus smells, actually. The, 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 the um, diesel fumes. Yeah. Oh, you're one of these, like the, um, our, our friends in Central Australia, who breathe in petrol fumes at the age of eight. Really? <laughs> There's something about that in the paper recently. Hear that? When those sparkies come on six, are they also coming through the broadcast band? Hmm. Hear that? It's like my own thunder. <laughs> It'd be good when this Except station gets relayed. Except without the crash after the static. Oh, yeah. it, did, it did happen one night, didn't it? Yes. Quite some time back. Mm. Yeah, well, that, that's very Based good indeed. Your thunder. Anyway. Yeah, well, I, I, I've been on a bus trip up to Queensland at one stage. That's the longest bus trip I've been on. That wasn't a good bus, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. The yeah. company soon afterwards went out of business. They had too many crashes. Oh, you didn't go through the Alps, did you? No. <laughs> no. Because I, I went on a bus trip. I've been two bus trips with the school mm. through the through the Alp country. You mean through the... Don't get political. No. Through the Australian <laughs> mountain ranges in southern New South Wales. Yes. Yours. Thank you. That's all you know. Um, anyway... Slightly horrifying at, at certain times. You, the you bus don't know whether it's going to crash. The bus didn't have good brakes. Well, the first time I went, we went in a brand new bus, which had just come over from America. Yeah. General Motors bus, Ooh. which was huge. Yeah. And it was exceptionally good. Mm. Second time, we went in one of the older buses, which is like the Bentley Charter Service buses. Oh, no. all falling to pieces. Uh, the company I went on, Yes. A, it's like a line. Like a line. A line that's got a certain um, that that might live in China. <laughs> what? Line wall. Great wall of China. No. A line that lives in China. A certain coloured line. Oh yeah. I seem to remember them. Yeah. Well let's say they didn't have a very good reputation, but we we're in the bus and there's all this crunching, every time you have to change gear, all this crunching noise. And he says, don't worry about the, the noise uh, people, because the, but this bus has been doing this for years. <laughs> and every time you have to change gear, you get crunch, grind. Uh. I see. But you didn't go through mountains or anything? Oh, a few mountains. No, no, nothing like oh, the uh, Mount Kosciuszko or anything That's like right. that. It was quite exciting. Mm. In a bus, after six days or something, sitting in a bus, you don't feel the best. <laughs> it is a rather unfortunate method of transport. <laughs> it is, it's a at cheap method. A, at least a train. You can walk around. You can walk around, and also, it's, it's, I don't know, for some reason, looking at the view from a train is far more pleasing than looking at the view from a 
from a, a car or a bus. What I think it is, trains take a better, well, a different, completely different mm. route than what a, a road ru- w- w- That's would. That's right, you see stuff, you just don't see from yeah. the road. Because the development happens on the road, but the trains go through fields and through the country, and it's mm. sort of, you can see more of what, what it's like. And often it's elevated, which is good. That's right, yeah. Uh, the only long train trip I've been is to Adelaide, actually. You went on the overland? Yes. You haven't been on the Vinelander? The VDs for us. So you couldn't That's say that the, what you just said? <laughs> yeah. What a silly thing to say. Every night he I was waiting for that. friend of mine, oh, you got a report from, from the RAAF barracks at Frognall. Oh, really? A friend of mine was going back to Mildura on the Vinelander and he rang up from Spencer Street Station the other day. Yeah? And he gave you five and six <laughs> at Canterbury. <laughs> but he's only listening on a six transistor radio and he says the branch is about the same. Yeah, I shouldn't be surprised. Five and six. And he was listening the other night or something. Uh-huh. I thought I might have got a but report from Frognall. But he says he might get a better Seavers. Where is Frognall? It's in Mont Albert Road, just near LT, Michael J. Ross. Yes, really. He's your life. Where's he got to? I don't know where he's gone. He says he went... Well, I was told. I didn't even know he was going to go, but I think Tony told me, actually. He's gone on a three-week vacation to Queensland. So maybe while he was in Queensland, he decided to do another Adelaide trick. He might have bought a house, <laughs> got married, and he'll be there for a long time until he gets Pro- sick of it and comes back down here. He probably rang up the Ring of Marriage Agency. Yes. They delivered. They delivered to the door... Or to the chapel. Chapel records. And, um... They play chapel records at the service. <laughs> they give you the kit, the marriage kit. Oh, yes. It's a chapel record to play in the chapel. Um, a, a cut-out uh, priest. <laughs> Cardboard cut-out with a Norman Gunston face mask. <laughs> NG. You can't see him tomorrow. I'll be, I'll, I'll be away. What a pity. I like to see the G. Mm-hmm. The G-Man. It's so funny. Um, what else would they give you in it? I don't know. I'll there's a few, there's a couple of items that maybe... We won't talk about. Mm. Oh, I know what they'd give you. They'd give you the cheap... Japanese imitation paper streamers instead of ribbon to put on the car. Oh, yeah. And a dome light and everything so you could make your car look like a taxi. Oh, yeah. A dome light. And they'll give you an old big enough MR6 to put under the dashboard to make it look like a taxi. Actually, <laughs> complete, complete, and they give you a cassette tape. With taxi noises. Taxi calls. <laughs> So you can put it on the car. That wouldn't be a bad idea to do, would it? Mm. I reckon you could do that. You buy these old car phones erect, put in a $15 cassette player, yeah. and out of that tin speaker at the front, you just have, you know, 90 minutes of just calls, you know, for taxis, and people think can drive around with it blasting, or police calls, mock police calls, and they'd think they're getting a, a super deal, and people would think how good they are. they are. They're out in the country and it still comes through the same. <laughs> then you can sell the them. The thing is, if they stay in the car for too long... <laughs> the same <laughs> announcement. 
<laughs> you, 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 stick, you stick the 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 thing up the, you know into the the thing. You get different cassettes, you know, one with oh, a branch, gee. one with Channel One, complete Channel One on it. <laughs> you don't even need to pick it up. The best of Channel One. <laughs> then you get one for Channel. Tell you what, they should mark the special tape for Channel One stirrers. Yeah. So they don't need to stir, but they can still hear the stirs coming out of their MR6. <laughs> no, put out a tape of chicken calls. It should be quite popular. Yeah. Chicken man calls. Yes, you could have a tape at the branch. Mm. So you impress all these people in the car to see how far away you can hear the branch from. Yeah. I must admit, when you're driving around Sydney... Listening to the Agar and Branch, it is rather an interesting experience. Yeah. <laughs> it was rather fun. Yeah, other hands might think, gee, that's a good reception on 160 in the middle of the day. Well, we stopped next to a car that had attendance on us, <laughs> and I turned it up a bit. Hmm. He had VKAML and VKAGO blasting out of the car. I haven't heard the Agar on for a long time. No, it would appear he has other interests. He's got the best missions and he never comes on. He could sell me his station, I suppose, complete with his little house. Maybe he could rent it. Yeah, he could just go around there and do missions. <laughs> that would be a good idea, actually, have a complete different house to go to do missions. Mm. It would be, yes. It certainly would. It certainly would. Oh, we're talking about Michael J. Right. Not Michael M. Yeah, I don't know where he is. Sunny Queensland, the banana state. Is he really? Maybe he's turned into a banana. I wish you'd have a listen to 160 and give us ports. Ports? Reports. Oh. I hope I'm, there's one person I hope I don't get a report from at the moment. <laughs> now, who could that be? I don't think you'd better hint at it, otherwise we will get a port from him and say, What's this? What's going on? Look, we can hear that coming through perfectly, Paul. I'm just going to give you a mock report. <laughs> That's what you could have to impress all the listeners. Yeah. You could put out a tape of telephone ringing noises <laughs> and tinny conversations. Yeah. So that pe and, you know, the tinny conversations would be so tinny that you couldn't understand anything. Yeah. And so you'd have this playing in your shack all the time and people would think, ooh... All the listeners must listen to him. He gets lots of things. How do you mean? I'll impress all the listeners. Can you get more listeners that way? What do you mean? You have a tape in the background yeah, of tape, and it goes. You just leave it going, and it's got lots of blanks. while you're doing broadcast. That's right, and it starts going ring, 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 and then you have this. This is like a person answering it in the background. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And then you have a list. This low-level tinny voice, like on a phone. Yeah. No, no, I don't think that no, isn't. That one wouldn't be a commercial possibility. That no. One. <laughs> Quite interesting, though. But I still think having cassettes in the car. If you did with a commercial traveller, you could have all these these cassettes of the branch, and I could put them That's out. Right. You know, you could drive around. <laughs> Listening to the last night's cross band. Well, you, you issue tape for people who can't stay up to listen to them. They play a bit in the day while they're driving to work. In the morning, the supplement is your daily paper. Yeah, that's what you could do. At, at the newsagent, you know how some people... Well, you've done a paper round. You know on some days people get the Women's Weekly and everything. Oh, yeah. With the, 
They have a, they get given a they set. Get given a cassette. What's been on 160 meters this week? And so they drive to work listening to the best of 160 meters. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. And it means that because um, cassettes are quite, you can you could press LPs, but cassettes are more generalised. It'd be a bit hard to play them in the car. They might <laughs> jump. <laughs> That's right. I've always wanted to play a record in the car. You'd have to put out eight-track cartridges for the people who've got those things too. Mm. But um, it'd be quite a good idea. What was the quality of that cross band played in the car? It, it was the one you recorded, actually. Oh, that's right, yeah. Exceptionally good. It was yeah. also good to drive along with Peter MacArthur saying, We apologise. Lou MacArthur. And you could listen to Kennedy and Coombe. Oh, yeah. Hey, they wouldn't have heard that up in Sydney. No, they wouldn't have. What, they, did, did anyone up there hear it? No. Uh. Mm. I also took up a tape of a certain other personality on 160. Clem? No. Oh, I know who you mean, yes. He lives in the north. <laughs> yes. You're right there. And he was on today? I should he imagine was, he would have been. Master. Now it's just started. No reason. Look, there must be it's variables. Isn't it? It's completely credible. Incredible. Just a moment. Can't you, um... See what could you do? Fixed it. Mm. Bill fixed it. Yeah. Now that'd be good to have all these cassettes. People have. Or what you could do also. You, you, know, could, you could have a, a cassettatron. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Cassette. Cassette jukebox. Yeah. In your car. And so you just press this button in your car. I guess they'll come. Like it, that's what you could have. You know, Rolls Royces in the yeah. back. They've got a bar and all this sort of thing. Yeah. You could have a cassette jukebox. Yeah. And like, like in the coffee shops where they've got those booklets. <laughs> That's right. Books. You open it up and you press the appropriate buttons. Well, here you open up the book and it's got crossband 18... 18th of the 9th, 1974 and all this sort of thing. Yeah. So you press the button, put your 10 cents in, press the button and you hear this whir click and you hear the branch coming out of it or something. I guess they might eventually, instead of having jukeboxes, have some sort of tape machine. It'd be I more think durable, they have, have they? At some hotels, actually. Uh, you play here, yeah. and the tape all jams up, and, the and of course it'd be super boom because there's no treble. That's right. Yeah, like a Seaberg jukebox. Hmm. <laughs> With a car going down Glen Huntley Road. Hmm. Um, after this crossband, I'll listen on 80. We don't want. VK6 is calling you. We'll see if we can get a VK6 calling me. Um, because the branch got one the other night. That's and now right. One. Oh, I'll tell you one person get I don't back. want to call in me is some person who hasn't got a licence and lives west of here. So, um, that should be good. Mm. Yeah. When well, I'm listening to you, it sounds like I'm off tune, but I'm not. You're S-E now, you? Mm. Well, I no, am, I'm, but you're not. You, you are. Yes. I've got too much treble, I think. Although it's not coming out in the log tape, so that means I can perfect the meters. <laughs> the fact it's being transmitted now is really secondary. I see. Although with all these arky noises, that's a pity that gets put on the log. It would have to, I suppose. Yeah, it would too. And when Michael J might be back, maybe he got lost in the hurricane that they've been, the, the bad weather they've been hurricane. having up there. Could be. Hurricane Smith, or whatever his name was. Yeah. Two. Yes, it could be that like that too. Um, 
what further comments now? Yeah, we could have all these types of things on on sets. You could have, you know, the supermarket up there. They could have one sixty meters all day, all with no response. Mm? With no no response. Mm. And wowie. Yeah. And theirs hasn't got wowie yet. Well, that's, you've got to give it a bit of time first before the yeah. controller grinds to a halt. <laughs> if you go to McDonald's and else, we'd kick it a good treat. In fact, lately they haven't bothered turning it on. Mm. I wonder why it might have jammed up completely. It'd Probably go in the office and there's all this tape everywhere. It'd, it'd be bad working in one of those places. You just hear this 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 <laughs> this same non-music all day. Interrupted occasionally by cash at register four. Yeah. Be good if one sixty meters would break through into it, it'd give them something good to listen yeah, to. Yeah, you could live next door to it. <laughs> Bit hard to live in there. And you could give false false actually if you took along a two meter AM rig or something. You could sit on the the <laughs> side giving false announcements. They and you say, cash for register six, and this bloke goes racing <laughs> to register six. What do you do? Because they've only got those intercom things. I bet it's not shielded. That's right. I might try that one day. <laughs> sit outside and see if you can... Because you can. You can sit right outside that place. Yeah, just have a smitters in the car. And you... You see all these managers running down that stairs <laughs> and going to all the different cash, cash registers. The meat manager and the fruit manager and... <laughs> Your friendly neighbourhood butcher. Mm. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Mm. It's so I must wait till school starts behind here and oh, give them false announcements. <laughs> wouldn't be marching in. No? Mess it up and put on some other, other kind of music. <laughs> uh, yeah. The message is wrecking again. Yeah, I wish it wouldn't. It sort of wrecks the contact, but never mind. Bad, mm. The bad contact in the mitters wrecks the bad contact. Yeah, I like that. Look, I just can't find out what it is. It could be the modulator. It could be something bad. It's always had this trouble. Pity. <whistles> it does seem to wreck and... It seems to have stopped there. Yeah, but it'll come back again. It's intermittent. Darn nuisance! It's the only thing that's wrecked in that meters now. Um, I see the weather is not going to improve tomorrow. No, it's not going to be very good at all. It'd be quite bad weather. Yeah. It's not going to make any improvement. No improvements at all. At all. Looks <laughs> like you got an electric motor in your room. Well, there is. <laughs> I have. Is it the motor in the Akai's? Mm. It's sitting right next door to it. I better have a look at mine. It might have run out. Oh, that's right. You could have gone the other room. Well, in that case, we'll get teams. Listen to this. I wish you would. No, he can hear me. How unfortunate. Just thought I'd get back at somebody who gave me tings the other day at some odd hour of the morning. I don't know who it was. We've still got some considerable amount left. Oop. Yes, some considerable amount left. I don't know where the sibilant distortion comes from. Anyway, 
Um, that was interesting about the supermarket yeah, and the uh, false announcements on the, the school. <laughs> yeah, when when he says quick march, mm -hmm. still do marching. Yeah. You could say, don't march, stop. <laughs> and he goes, who was that? There's going to be such a laugh. Have a beam pointing towards their, their uh, yes. speaker. Yeah, so all that one of those cone-shaped speakers would absorb all all the missions and go down the wire into the office. Yeah, I suppose what you could do you could put the missions down the phone line and ring up the office, <laughs> and the phone would be radiating RF and be picked up by the steams. Mm. Or at Caulfield High, you could say thank you. Those are all the announcements for the day. I wonder if there'd be somebody who'd perhaps no, or maybe the people that, in, that were in bet form one and two. Well, a couple of years ago, would be in form six now. Might, when might know. A couple of years ago, I lent that tape to certain people who were matric at that year, mm -hmm. and they made a bit of a funny thing like we made up, and it had bits of the old had of Wally and Hunks, who had <laughs> been left for a couple of years, and it was quite hilarious apparently. Some people still. Yeah, well, you know, he'd only been gone a year or two. Yeah. But, um... Thanks. I only wish I had made more courtings, really. I could have made a courting of all the teachers. You know how they have all this personality? Some teachers are stupid and some are dumb and yeah, some yeah. say silly things and some get upset when they're mad. Good evening, Echo. Who? Echo. Who's that? The branch said he hated Echo one day and Echo was listening. Who? Who's Echo? A teacher? How was he listening? Oh, we were just talking. See, Echo lives at, at the school, which is not very far from the ranch. <laughs> he's yeah. listening near through, you see? <laughs> <laughs> and the ranch says, if Echo is listening, or he said something to the effect, if Echo is listening, I didn't like you one bit. <laughs> well, how come Echo lives at the school? Well, the house, see, the school has all these houses around, around the place. Oh, yeah. perimeter of the school property yeah. which they have bought and some teachers rent them oh, yeah. uh, and they also own a lot which eventually will be pulled down they're pretty crummy sort of houses mm. will eventually be ripped down I suppose further development of the school will take place mm. okay. in fact they're putting up a new science block I don't know anything about it even though I go to the place mm. but they're putting up a new science block what subjects did this act block teach? Oh, he teaches English. Oh, yeah. Good old Eck. Ecker Jones. Well, that's a good effect. Three, six. How are you managing to do that? Managing to do what? Get the echo effect. Oh, no, it's just the tits. Oh, it's Rick. I'll put that on buzz because I could hear a ting coming before, so I turned it down. I wasn't going to have tings waking up the house. Ooh. No, it won't turn off. Oh, <laughs> hey, don't pick it up. My phone's wrecked. Look, you know this phone up here? Mm -hmm. I have I had to put a new dial in it. 
course the other dial was wrecked. And often the switch thing, when you hang up, it doesn't hang up. So I must have to put in a new switch, you know, that new hang up, oh, new hang up thing. Yes. I might get a U UST and buy a new phone. A new hanger upper. Look, well, last time I bought, bought a phone, <laughs> MJR was with me. <laughs> and he pronounced that the phone I was going to buy out of the clothes basket was a good phone. <laughs> That's really good clothes basket full of phones. <laughs> it didn't work. Is that the one you had? So, so I took it to school yeah. and we did checks to see how good it was and threw it down the stairs and all sorts of things. <laughs> Some of those phones have been submerged to the water for about Look, 10 years. I don't know where I dig them up from. Look, you go into that place and you see these old, these set cord outsides, you know, the paces of them. Yeah. And you think, Oh, tremendous cassette recorder for four dollars. Then you look inside it, and it's either empty, <laughs> or there's this rusted up mess. Hmm. <laughs> I wish that mess would fix itself. Look, I wish it would too. Anyway, um, now that's, that's, that's right about those phones. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, <clears throat> you can buy, how many, you can, in that place opposite the rip-offs, you can buy um, new phones, can't you? The new plastic oh, type. Oh, yes, you can, yeah, you can buy plastic phones. That'd, that'd be rather good. Well, how much they cost? You can turn the tings down, then. That's right. Just have a buzz. Yeah. Ruth Buzzy. I'll tell you this one. Oh, this, this oh. misses. I'll tell you this I one. reached the party to whom I am speaking. <laughs> Another sort of phone I would like. You know those older black phones with the sort of... We used to have the pegs. Yeah. Up the top. We yeah. used to have one. Oh, that was before we... Re I mean... We uh, <laughs> <laughs> could not say anything on it. Look, I'd like to get one of those phones, because they're... You used to be able to buy them, but you can't anymore. Why are they useless? Look, when we got the new the new old phone in store... Yeah. Because we thought they'd give us a nice plastic one. <laughs> this gave us another black one. But at least it was a newer black one. Yeah. <laughs> not one of those pegs that stick up in the funny brown curly wiring and everything <laughs> <laughs> with canvas covering yeah. so in the original Melbourne phone um, I have seen worse actually but anyway um, have you ever seen anyone with a candlestick phone? look I'd love to get one of them I've never seen one though so it could be like Morticia Adams who's that? never mind Television. No. No, they've just got a candlestick phone in their household. No. I reckon, um, you know, if I saw one of them, at a reasonable price, I'd buy a candlestick phone. Do they have tings in them or what? <laughs> no, they probably light up the Like a candlestick. Mm. I thought this mitters would fix as it gets hotter, but it obviously it's unfixing. <laughs> it comes good for a while and gets bad again. Mm. No, the the one at the pigs. Uh, when we got the new the new black phone. Yeah. <laughs> look, the output level from it was about twenty times as great. I, I sort of thought I was going to go deaf after a while. <laughs> but the thing is, it's only he could have just put a new carbon insert in. Yeah, I know. It would have been just the carbon. Yeah, that's right. But still, they're the same circuit. 
It was grotty. The doll had to be replaced. <laughs> Once. I remember when he came in to replace it. Well, what, what? And I, I tried to get the old doll off him so I could sit there and... <laughs> Learn your trade. Pretend I was the operator. <laughs> because there was this kid at school when I was about eight. Mm. He used to have a phone doll stuck in one of those... Those Tupperware-type plastic cups things. <laughs> I used to walk around pretending it was using their phone. <laughs> so I wanted to dial. I shouldn't be admitting all this because it's all going on tape. That's right. Hmm. I'd better be careful. What, um, what gets me, they, they replace all these phones. What happens to the old ones? Where do they send them? To India or something? All of them get reconditioned. <laughs> so where do they go to after that? Back to, to homes like ours where you back up, I mean, the other phone gets wrecked. Pig phone gets wrecked, and they give you a new black, a new old black phone. <laughs> I like those pig phones. I must try and pick them up. Oh, I can tell you how the pig got smashed. On. <laughs> That's the pig. How did you break the pig? <laughs> yes. How do you break the pig? What's a tennis racket? <laughs> Deliberately? <laughs> mm. You've been destroying government property, breaking a peg. <laughs> They've got pegs that they sit on too, don't they? Look, it, considering it was 40 years old when it got replaced, the bloke said, when he came to fix it, because we just said there's something wrong with it. <laughs> still got one of these. I thought these were got rid of years ago. So right. he, didn't, he didn't mind that it was being thrown away. Mm. But he said, these were a good phone. <laughs> <laughs> In their day. <laughs> and I thought, yes, up until a day ago it was a good phone too. So <laughs> 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 I got the bash. <laughs> I guess you're most disappointed when you replaced it with another black one. <laughs> mm. Everyone was most disappointed. <laughs> he came in <laughs> with his cardboard box. I thought, ah, a new phone. <laughs> he gets it out. It's one of these black ones. And my brother walks in and stupidly says, you said we were going to get a new plastic one. <laughs> That means you bashed the old phone for no real reason. <laughs> it would have been good to still have an old black one, an old peg phone. <laughs> you want to bet everyone look? Everyone used to come round here and say, "I've got something out of a 1930 movie," and they used to pick it up and pretend they're in a hotel and go room service. Uh, you know how they do in those old movies. You, you go. You, you can do it better on those peg phones. So I've got a continuous peg across the continuous <laughs> sort of flat thing across the top. What gets me in these movies? Whenever anything goes wrong with the phone, they just hang up. That's right. <laughs> you don't think that's going to do any good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they tap the top. 
Just say, operator. <laughs> Hi, the line's been cut. Click, 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 click. Nobody ever does that. I don't know why they must be the dramatic license. But I like what? The, the candlestick phones are good because they've got that thing sticking out the side. And you can, do, you can hold it in one hand and do clicks on the side at the same time. Yeah, and you got like a microphone to speak into. They used to be like all the old phone boxes. They were good. I liked the way the phone boxes were appointed. It was like speaking at the branch. You had the microphone hanging on the wall. And you put the earphone. And you can pretend you're big man speaking on the, the mission. It's a bit bad to admit it, but that's right. Oh, by the way, in case somebody from the PMG's listening... Yes? We ended up giving you the $10 to come and give us a plastic phone. It cost $10 to get a new it phone? It cost $10. In the end, we thought, well, we can't bash up another phone. <laughs> 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 another phone. And they'll come around and say, it's another incident of phone bashing. <laughs> Headlines of the paper. Phone backing reaches a peak. <laughs> Subscribers want new phones. Older phones get backed. <laughs> Every time a new model of phone comes on, all the, all the older models get bashed. <laughs> you see pictures in the paper of these bashed phones. This is a phone for X the Higgins residence. <laughs> Evidence of severe backing by tennis <laughs> Dials hanging out. And it was. You see, for some reason the dog got loose after it'd been wrenched around a few times. <laughs> and uh, for some reason it wouldn't stay in the phone properly. So I had to sort of push it there. <laughs> and he dialed a number. And it all seizes up. And it falls out. And just hanging out by its wires. <laughs> you put a little speaker in there. I just pulled my dial out. Well, it's interesting. What about, um, uh, yeah, I would like a candlestick phone if I could possibly get one. I'd now, like to get now we have the latest model plastic phone. Yes, ready to be bashed. No, well, the latest ones the are those, like those, those hand things, aren't they? Um, what do you mean if the dial in the hand? Yeah. Oh, they're a bit old, actually. They're about ten years old. Are they? They're I used to try and work out how on earth you could get the dial tone to turn off. You got a thing I underneath. They had a button underneath. Yeah. Because <laughs> I used to see them just, just sitting there on people's tables and things. Yeah. Trying to think to myself, how on earth does that work? They're a bit bad because if you knock them over, they 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 keep blurping. <laughs> Do they have a bell in them? You realise that phone was sold overseas. That model. Yeah. It was. It was. Invented in Australia and sold overseas. Really? <laughs> like the black, like the peg phone. <coughs> Our public telephone boxes, the old ones, because they they took out that microphone in the wall and, and stuck a bit of metal across That's it. Right. <laughs> I went to one that had two microphones in the the new handpiece, and also the one in the wall, so they could have stereophonic phone calls. <laughs> it gave it an ambience effect. Yes, it would. The thing that gets me, you know how they have those new phones and somebody wrenches the, the handset off? Yeah. They go and replace it with one of these ancient black phones with one of those revolting spit catcher things. <laughs> That's right! Spit catcher things. That is just... Oh, the spit phone used to have one of those. 
And if you're lying on the floor. Oh, don't talk about it. upside down. Don't talk about it, please. I, I removed that, that spit thing from my black phone. It's just got the normal, you know, cavity. Mm. Mm. But that was, I suppose, that microphones weren't as sensitive in those days, so they had this this cone to, so it would all go in, like these old French phones. Yes. Oh, they'd be absolutely repulsive. <laughs> they would be. have to clean them out like a trumpet. <laughs> Often you go to a public phone booth and you go out again very quickly because you think, I'm not going to speak into this. <laughs> At least the, the ones on the wall were a lot more sanitary. <laughs> So that's quite incredible, those phones, I must admit. I wouldn't mind a, a peg phone. I like to have a peg phone, a candlestick phone, and a wooden wall phone. Oh, yeah, one of those wooden wall phones with the exposed bells on top. Yeah, so, it, so <clears throat> it would go... <coughs> and with a hand thing at the side... It's a wind-up thing, it's got written on it. What does it say? Wind... Wind... Wind briskly, then lift receiver. Oh, yeah. I used to have one of those at Queenscliff. Yeah? I used to go... What gets me is, what's happened to all these old phones? There must be millions of them. They just wrecked them. To the <laughs> They're of no further use. They sell a lot to STU sales, yeah. but they're mere... They're plastic know. basket. Our pig phone might have ended up there. Someone would have bought it. <laughs> Broken pigs. Somebody listening tonight could be using the pig phone. <laughs> they probably don't reissue the pigs. Now, I must admit, I've never seen a pig phone. I've ever, only ever seen one of the in-between phones like yours and the branches. Yeah. Good downstairs phone's got a funny dial. It's never been replaced, obviously. It's, a, it's the original dial with mm. the WX thing on it. If you watch some of these old homicide programs, yeah. the really old ones, there's one program there, and it, to dial one number, like the number naught, yeah. it took about 20 years for the dial to go round. <laughs> really? But I've never seen a phone quite that bad. The, um, the phone the branch has got is an old one. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it's just been in the branch room and but been cigarettified. But, you know, it has that, that old feeling, that whole old heavy feeling. <laughs> It's interesting, it's the only phone I've ever seen that's one of those curly cords, which isn't, it looks like it's got a curly cord, but it's just plastic covering. Well, my, you know the phone we did, the, the phone throwing contest on, that had mm. one of those cords. Did it? Yeah. It must be that the PNG experimented with various types of cords at some stage. Could be, yeah. The Gary cords. Hmm. Different cords for the phone. It used to be one of those brown lace type cords on the pig phone. <laughs> Yeah, the real, very flexible cord. That's right, yeah. Leech wire, I guess. Used to be able to stick pins <laughs> while you're on the phone. <laughs> what a laugh. Mm. I suppose the static's no worse than getting tings. <laughs> People going down your road as usual. Here we go. No. What sort of phone's Henry got? He's got a plastic one. Oh, I'll see. Mm. It doesn't sound like a plastic phone. No. 
hell do you know? You, oh yes, it's kids. You've been over there, I think. Yeah, I have. No, phones are fascinating. You can have it in your house, in every room, a different style of phone. Have a switchboard. Yes. Have one of those old phones like they have in Myers, with all the push buttons on the yeah, front. Yeah, and the little little drawer that comes out. That's from right. the It's like a little a little cabinet <laughs> with a phone built on it. Yeah, he's got one of those, hasn't he? Yeah, a long phone. Yeah, it happened. He had to turn it off, and his fish spewed one day. One of the Spotmaster. No, no, it's too hard to get that one. What's this? I thought the Spotmaster could give us an instant. Oh, oh yeah. An instant reminder of that. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's excellent, uh, excellent idea having those old phones. So, of course, now you can get push-button phones. Yeah. They'd be good fun to play with. Well, how do they work? You could see what you could do if you pushed all the buttons at once. You'd get a lot, lot, lot of numbers. Well, how do they work? Do they send that pulse of it? Just imagine, it would be like having typing lessons when you wanted to give tings. Yeah. You'd have to have push-button telephone lessons so you could do with one hand. you go, 531229. <laughs> yeah. Or another phone number. 53... But what about, um, are they compatible with our telephone system? Yeah. Well, how come I'm if you just push it once, how do, give, how do they give pulses if you just push it once? It's got a digital thing, is it? I don't know how it works. Might be a little monkey in there. Or maybe you push the button and a lever does this to an old dial inside <laughs> there. <laughs> That's probably what they've got. Uh, no, it's probably the trained monkey in there. Yeah. It give this, the press on the button. It hits it on the head once. Hits it five times, number five, <laughs> and so it turns the, the the internal dial around to five. Yeah, I must admit, of all the wonders, man-made wonders, I still reckon the telephone's about the best because with three wires going out of your house, you can two. speak to two. You can speak. Yeah, that's right. You can speak to anyone in the world. You know, I just always used to think there must have been ten billion wires coming into your phone, so you could select all these numbers. But, you know, it's incredible. You can do things like this. You realise the phone is only 100 years old? It was invented in... What's this, your peg phone? Actually, the peg phone was being made in about the 50th anniversary. Uh, no, it came a bit after that. You mean when Alexander Graham That's invented his bell? You realise it's only 100 years since it's come a long way... It, hasn't it? it has, especially the one to get thrown. <laughs> a hundred years at all. Quite incredible. I can imagine what's going to happen now. Here it goes. That's a new one. It gives three rings sometimes. If people are in the house and it gives three rings, they sort of go, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with it. Do you mean it's only a hundred years since it got invented? Mm. I suppose it was very distorted, the first phone. I suppose to hear a human voice over a wire was something quite good. It's so simple, would it be?
How would a stupid phone give three rings? A little it's bit. As bad as the branch phone, it keeps ringing after you've answered it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> I suppose the boys at the telephone exchange always these and nights. I know whenever there's a crisp in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh. Hello. My dial is wrecked. Unfortunately. You've just woken somebody else up now. <laughs> <laughs> do you, does your phone ever do this and blow your eardrum out? Yeah, you can get it to a halfway point. I'll try and do it. <laughs> it's good. Get it there for a sec. Yeah, mine's doing it. <laughs> that really blows you. If you do that when someone's on the other end, does it hurt their ear as well? You should do that next time. You should do that next time. The long rings up. Oh, no, don't be. Or that other person who keeps giving things. What's wrong? Fish noises. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't ring again. You've, you've disturbed <laughs> the household. I just heard my door close. Close? See, I'm not looking in that direction. <laughs> so, your fish would have looked in and seen you sitting there talking? With my headphones on. And with a telephone in my It's incredibly loud. <laughs> There's halfway noise. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's good. You can get the whole phone to vibrate. <laughs> One way to get lots of power output from your phone. Because mm. some of these old phones, they do it normally because they've got dirt on their contacts. Now, they must have a little motor in there. <laughs> oh, what a beauty! Let's see if we can do it again. Hang on. Not doing it now. <laughs> oh! Now, it never used to do that. Maybe there's someone listening on the Look, the old peg phone <laughs> never used to give a thing when it hung up. Then the black phone came along. Yeah. And every time you used to lift it up or Bing. hang up, it'll go ding. That's good in a real way, but it's well, bad if you make a phone call late at night. You're trying to make a secretive <laughs> phone call, and you and you try and pick it up so it won't go ding, and suddenly, when you don't want it to, <laughs> it goes ding. And then other times, it doesn't make any noise. But the plastic phone doesn't make any noise at all. They're very good. Must be the sensitivity of the bell or something silly. 
could be. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's exceptionally good about the, the old peg phone. Yeah, I wish I could get one of those. Hello? Oh, it's not me. Stopped. Hello? Uh oh. <laughs> Hello there. Hello? Is that Dave? Yes, it is, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. I oh, heard us this afternoon, apparently. Oh, <coughs> oh the things, yeah. Oh, no, he knew it wasn't you ringing up uh, while we were on the air, yeah. <laughs> Paul, yeah. Uh, what, what comment did he make? What? He reckons you're a what? Does he? How come? Oh, well. Who said that? Uh, you're working him? How, how did we doing that? Oh, yeah. No, no, it's not. No. How are you? When was this? What time was this? Did he say I called An hour ago. Does he know who, 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 who you were? Oh yeah, he wouldn't mind. Who was that? Hello. Yeah. Calling ASE. Yeah, hang on, no, no, Paul, I'm done talking to. Yeah. Did, mm. Can I have a break? Oh, do you want to speak to Brian? No. Uh, no, I just wanted to who called him a pest? He reckons that you called him a pest. When did I say that? I don't know, apparently sometime. Hmm. He reckons know. he reckons you did. He doesn't care, he doesn't mind about it, apparently. Oh, well, I can't remember calling him a pest. I don't know why he'd be a pest to me. He's never rung me. I rang up Lindsay, I see, yeah. Oh, he's got the wrong names. Oh, yeah, Lindsay always goes to bed fairly early. That's right, yeah. Did... Did he, did he have anything... Keep, he yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll tell him that. Oh, yeah, he always goes, goes out and has a burger. Must be talking about the branch. There, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, anything of any importance you'd like to add or something or whatever? Hmm. Yeah. No, well, I can't. It's I've, I've dropped power now. I'm not running all that much power. That's right, yeah. Yeah, as long as it can be when heard, that's the main thing, I guess. When you're listening there, Chris. Good yeah. evening, if you are. Okay there, Brian. We'll say cheerio. Yeah. Okay. We'll um, have good fun, and um, I'll see you later on.
Queen Grief in two minutes. See ya. <clears throat> mm. Who yeah. was that? That was, um... <clears throat> Who was that? Sorry. That, that, was, that was Brian from Drysdale. Brian from Drysdale. What? What did he ring up? He wanted to apologise for ring, ringing up Lindsay last night. Oh, I see. Oh, I shall pass those. Did I call him a pest? Apparently he reckons you did. Oh, I can't remember saying that. He reckons my missions isn't too good either. Yeah. Which I don't care, really. It's not really... Well, I'll try and get it better later a on. Pest. But Do you why I'd call me a pest because I've never received any things. No, but apparently mm, he heard you talk about him this afternoon and he said a few things apparently that weren't very good at all. Mm. 